podcast with honest talk on honest topics i'm maddie i'm carden i'm kelby and currently we are snuggled up in my bed snuggle as a bug in a rug yep and this is the best place we could possibly be for this topic oh yeah this week we're gonna talk about sex it's time to get sexy baby Woo! i'm literally sitting with like my hair up in the grossest bun and like a giant blanket wrapped around me. I'm cuddling Kelby's teddy bear. So this is pretty sexy I'm already. Nothing that weird. I mean, I don't look great. Like, it's not it's not my worst either. I guess I was just talking about how badly I needed a shower, but oh, yes. yeah. Don't we all? Don't we all? True. It's like that time in the semester where I'm like, I could just shower tomorrow, and then it's like four days later. I'm like. I guess I'll shower someday. <laughs> How important is clean hair? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so we thought we would really just jump into the deep end with this one, I think. Yeah, because we also figured, like, this is such a big topic and there's so many angles you can take when you're talking about, like, sex, sexuality, I don't know, like... All those things. things. All those things yeah. that there's... This is not going to be the only episode yeah. on this topic. Part one of this, many. Yes, this is part one of... An undetermined number. So what we'll kind of start off by saying is that if there's something about sex that we don't touch on today that you're really interested in and wish we would touch on, please DM us on Instagram because we would love to do more on this topic. Hell and yeah. so we are obviously uh, these experts. Yeah. Uh, we totally know what we're talking about all the time. Absolutely. Never make mistakes. Nope. Never feel confused. Nope. Never overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. Also, I just want to preface this by saying like, Ma, Ma, <laughs> if you're listening to this, I wish you wouldn't listen to that. <laughs> Same with you, Shelly. Uh, Mom, cheers. <laughs> cheers to you. I'll cheers to our relationship. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Um, yeah, oh God, guys, what do you want to start off with? Maybe we should talk about our first experiences, not sexually, that's not where I was going with that. Our first experiences learning about sex, um, if we thought they were positive, negative, what we wish was different. Yeah. I mean, I think, and I think this is the case for a lot of my friends with older siblings, is I never actually had, like, I don't have a vivid memory of being like, this is what sex is, this is how I understand what it is. Someone directly told me about it. It was like, like, my older brother knew what was going on, and his friends knew what was going on, and some of my friends who were more, like, internet savvy (laughs) knew what was going on, and I kind of just, like, gained pieces from people. And I was always so uncomfortable hearing and talking about it that I was like, well, that's enough for me. (laughs) I think I was the same with you. I feel like, especially with music and stuff, I feel like I got these little innuendos every once in a while. I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? But then, like, it sort of kind of just pieced itself together eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I was just a very curious child, to be honest with you. I I think a lot of the time, too, like... I had close family friends when I was younger who were a lot older than me, and I spent a lot of time with them, and I think kind of learned a lot through them to start off with, or like started learning about things that I didn't fully understand, but like was curious about, and I was probably like maybe like eight or nine by the first time I was kind of like, hey mom, what's what's sex? And she was like, here we go. Here we go. I remember like having a sit down chat, and she was like, 
just like super open like I never felt like I couldn't ask questions or anything like that but I feel like I kind of got most of my sex education like just through experience of like hearing things talking to people before I even had sex ed in school yeah I think that unfortunately actually a lot of like the early introductions I had to like to sex as a concept was like people saying really shitty things about other people and being like can you believe that this person did this thing and yeah. I'm like I don't know what that means what does what that, that mean what is and then I find out and be like oh, because there's like this huge shaming culture yeah. and like there's yeah. a, like a like kids gossip and it's a problem no yeah. for sure I think it was a more opposite than your experience for mine my parents well like for my elementary school you had to, like, parents had to sign a consent form to oh, yeah. allow their kids into sex ed. What? My I parents didn't sign a oh, consent form until snap. grade seven. So I had to sit outside of the class during it and, like, do, like, another project. So a lot of kids were getting, like, this education. And it, in the younger grades, it wasn't necessarily about sex, but it no, was like about puberty, puberty yeah. and, like, that kind of thing. So... I remember specifically, not to call my parents out, but I had acne and like just like a couple pimples popping up and I was like talking to like my mom about it and my brother like like a very snide comment was like you probably should have signed like the consent form for card and sex ed and everybody was kind of like oh shit. (laughs) It's about to go down. Yeah. Well I remember a similar in my school like we... I think it was, like, grade four or five. We had, like, our first sex ed, but it was literally, yeah, we were just talking about puberty. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the time, I specifically remember them, if I'm remembering correctly, like, kind of separating the guys and the girls or doing it in, like, a way that was separate where, like, you were learning more about, like, if, you know, at the time. I mean, I think it wasn't even, like, if you identified as female at that point. It was just, like, if... It's just, like, if if you are one of the other, because clearly everyone fits You must be... That was just kind of how they did that. And it wasn't until, like, I'm trying to think, like, honestly, maybe grade nine that I got a formal, like, sex ed. Mm. And then I never had anything else in high school or anything like that. Yeah. For me, it cut off after middle school as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, so my early sex ed was, yeah, grade four or five. And parents didn't need to opt in. Like, everyone had to do it. I mean, maybe you could have objected to it, but, like, everyone I know did yeah. it. Yeah. But, yeah, at that point, it was, like, they separated what they deemed like biologically female biologically male people they're like you're girls and you're boys so first of all that's fucked but <laughs> we're not gonna go into that right now um but yeah it was literally like here is a pad here is a tampon here like here's what's going to happen to your body you won't like it it'll happen anyway and I, was like, ah! and then I didn't like i got my period like like not like, not super early. Like, it wasn't kind of, like, regularly coming until I was in, like, ninth grade. Mm-hmm. So I had, like, four years where I'm like, here's this mystery packet that yeah. was handed to me in fourth grade. I don't know what to do with this shit. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember I got my period in, like, grade seven, which was, like, a little bit earlier than, I mean, it was around the time of other people. But I literally lied about it in, like, it was, like, fifth or sixth grade. I was like, yeah, guys, totally got my period. No, really? So I literally lied to people about it because I was, like, wanted to be the first one, which is so weird. That's so funny. And then I, like, did get it in like grade seven for me it was like uh, I think I got it around like grade seven too and like severe anxiety yeah I almost threw up telling my mom I was like I was dreading (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh my god my body is crazy (laughs) I was absolutely dreading it like oh my god I was 
such like and I'm still like pretty awkward anyone who knows who knows I'm pretty awkward but like I was especially about this sort of stuff I was so awkward as a kid if my parents haven't heeded my warning and are (laughs) listening they will be able to attest to that fact I'd be like I will do anything to not talk about like dating my body changing sex like I just like I'll talk to my friends about it I don't want to talk about it at home I don't know why my parents are super cool and accepting and want to share that sort of stuff with me and I'm just like no Um, but like, yeah, I just remember dreading getting my period. And when I did get it, it did not last very long because I got it, like, mid-grade 9. And it was so brutal and, like, heavy that by the time I got to grade 12, I'm like, well, that's it. I'm putting in an IUD and I'm never going to get my period again. <laughs> I had, like, three years of periods and then I'm like, bye, bitches. Bye, and now everyone. I'm like, I'm just going to get an IUD until I hit menopause. And yeah. then I'm, like, going to get my tubes tied and be done with it. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, like, it was actually more of, like, my family. I'm sorry. A little distraction here. I just got some of Kelby's dried lavender stuck in my hair. I was, I watched that happen in slow motion. Yeah. I was just like, any moment now. It was like, no, 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 like my hair and little dried lavender leaves went like, <laughs> and bonded together. Anyway, sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, for me, it was like, I don't know. I think my family was like, is a bit conservative maybe like I I at least in these values yeah like and so nobody talked about anything it was Mm. very like hush hush which definitely impacted me on like how I felt about it and like I'm the same as you even now I'm kind of like don't look at me when I talk about it like just like I want to (laughs) die but for me like I also have like a super fucked up period Mm. so I have been on like birth control since grade nine even grade eight and for an example of like, not to call anybody out, but my <laughs> family who like knew I was on birth control refused to call it birth control and called it the period pill. <laughs> You'll so, never have sex. <laughs> as long as you live, you will not have literally, sex. Literally. <laughs> and like, yeah, so my family is very conservative and like the sex region of things which definitely like like, made me feel super uncomfortable like even now talking about like birth control and like periods which is so like natural and like everybody experiences some type of thing with it is like I don't know I just feel so awkward about it even now I'm like oh god I mean I think like parent like child relations that just kind of is like uncomfortable to talk about regardless I feel like definitely as I've gotten older I don't I don't really get that bothered by it as much anymore. I definitely, when I was younger, like, like I was saying, like, having those curiosities about sex and about things like that, like, it wasn't something that I was, like, openly, like, wanted to talk to my parents about, really, and, like, or friends, and I think that a lot of that came into play because, like, it just felt really taboo at the time, Mm -hmm. especially around, like, I have to say, like, like, being, like, a young woman and stuff, I feel like a lot of stuff just didn't really get brought up among, like, my friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just very secretive about, like, I don't even know, like, like thinking about sex, talking about sex. And so I, like, at that point, I remember I thought I was, like, like kind of a weirdo for, like, being so interested in it. I remember I would, like, I would, like, go to the library and stuff and, like, sneak and, like, go read the Cosmos and stuff when I was, like, 10 or 11. Like, I literally, like, would go and, like, read the sex columns and stuff and be like, oh, my God, what's this? Like, I was so curious, but I just didn't really talk to anyone about it because I was like, oh, no one else is interested in this. It's just me. Which is super not true. Yeah. Obviously, like, it's a super interesting totally topic. Like, more generally, it's, like, it's part, like, I mean, it's not a part of every person's relationship, but it's a part of a lot of relationships, like, from kind of, like, like, late teens to mm. earlier than that for some people yeah. to, like, throughout the rest of your life. And 
I, I feel like, especially now that I've been in multiple, like, adult relationships, it's, like, it's kind of hard for me to think about what, a, like, a serious relationship looks like without that kind of, like, like understanding of, like, a sexual relationship, yeah. too. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense that it would be, like, a, like an area of curiosity. Totally, yeah. And I think it is, I think it is for a lot, a lot of young people, it just sometimes doesn't really get discussed because it's kind of seen as like this like hush hush thing like yeah, and yeah. especially for young women yeah, yeah. Well, exactly and so it's like I feel like there was this kind of like especially when I talk to like like certain guys that I know now and stuff will have conversations and like once again this is like a very gendered thing but just like in my personal experience it's just like I've talked to guys who have been like oh yeah like my friends and I when we were you know 12 13 14 we were always talking about that we were talking about like just kind of like sexual stuff and blah 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 and I was like like, in my experience, I honestly didn't really start having very, like, open, candid conversations with friends until maybe the last two or three years. Yeah. And, like, I'm 21. Like, yeah. you know? I definitely had some, like, frank discussions with close friends, like, close female friends through high school, but, like, nothing compared to, like, the level of honesty I have with some of those high school friends, but also, like, like you guys, like, yeah. my, like, friends that I've made since moving to Victoria, like, in more recent years. I feel like the older I get, the more I realize that, like, not that it's not a big deal, but that... You should talk about it you because it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah, like the bigger deal it is, the more you should talk and think about it. Totally, exactly, and I think that a, a big part of it though is like super sort of taboo. For some reason, it exclusively was kind of like the female side of pleasure. Yeah, that sounds oh, weird, but yeah. like even just like talking about like it just was never discussed for. A long time like I never really had conversations about like orgasms masturbation things like that that yeah. are so natural and what I was <laughs> no I'm trying to think of like where I read something but fuck okay yeah. I'm gonna try to find it and then like maybe link it in like yeah. the description but it was like this woman talking about like female like sexual pleasure and stuff and how at doctor's appointments they say like the questions you are asked are like are you sexually active um, could you be pregnant? Could you be pregnant? And, like, that's it. And then she... Oh, oh, God. Oh, yes, I remember. I'll link it. It was, like, this woman who created her own, um, like, Viagra, but for women. So, oh. like... Um, Is that something that's, like, actually a thing? Yeah, yeah. She, like, created it. It was shot down by the FDA. It was, like, very, very complicated. <laughs> but, like, because, like, it is so gendered. But she was talking about if they just add it, are you satisfied? It could help so much in opening up the dialogue, like, I guess, like, in a more, like, medical profession, like, yeah. because it is so open in, in yeah. a male well, way. Well, again, like, all of this is going to be kind of gendered, but also because most of our experiences are, like, incredibly yeah. gendered, yeah. but, like, most, I would honestly say most of my female friends who are about my age, um, either don't, like don't come regularly when they have yeah. sex, either with short-term or long-term partners, or never have. Yeah. Like... Which is, like, so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, especially when contrasted with the fact that most of their male partners, like, regularly come. come. Yeah. It's like, and there's, like, like, just such a lack of equality. And if they don't, there's a medication for that. Yeah. Or, like, it's it's a physical thing for men, not a psychological thing. And it also seems like it's, like, so, like kind of determined to be like a bigger problem if the guy doesn't finish yeah the girl, or yeah it's like if the girl doesn't finish it's kind of like oh, oh that's normal next time. if that's, the guy doesn't yeah. finish it's you know what i mean like yeah. and once again that's like a very and, gendered, and like, like heteronormative way to think about well, it but when like, you think about how much and like part of it is i think it's like easier to like easier to fake but like it's much more common for me to hear about like women faking an orgasm than for like a guy to fake an orgasm now part of that is assuming that like that guy has like things like a penis or whatever yeah um 
it's kind of harder to fake that. Yeah. But still, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just find that whole dynamic really interesting about, yeah. like, who feels pressure to give good pleasure versus yeah. receive good pleasure. And yeah. I feel like another thing is, like, I don't know, in, like, media and stuff, like, sex is done when the guy comes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, and that's, like, that's, like, always News been, flag. like... <laughs> that is not when sex no! is done. No! <laughs> and I feel like that is just such a, like, deeply wrong, perpetuated, like, storyline. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's done when the guy comes. And, like, and that's also, exactly what... Oh, sorry. No, and also, like, I mean, for, like... In a second, I think we'll backtrack and talk a little bit about consent because all of this is yeah. like we're yes. like prefacing all of this that like all of this involves with like enthusiastic informed consent. It, yeah, but it also is always kind of displayed as like initiated when like a male partner wants to have sex. Mm. It's very rare in media that you see like like the woman like coming on to the guy yeah. if like if it's like a hetero relationship mm. like dude sometimes that's not how it happens yeah like, I, don't I don't know no sorry i cut you off kelby um yeah i was just gonna add that i think a lot of that too like especially maddie what you're saying about how like it's it, you know how you talk to like a lot of women nowadays who either like just yeah aren't regularly kind of like feeling the pleasure that they should be in their sexual relations and stuff i do wonder if that comes back to a whole like from a young age it's just like something that doesn't get discussed and yeah. maybe doesn't you know, get explored, like, women, like, don't really get the opportunity or, like, the resources that they, that sounds really weird, but, like, to be, like, this is what I like, or, like, having that knowledge to, like, be able to, like, figure out what works for them on their own and, and have that whole thing, and also having open, candid discussions with your partner about Mm. being, like, this is what I need, yeah, and not feeling ashamed about that. Well, I definitely think part of it is, like, gendered silencing as far as, like, from my experience, from the experience I've heard from, like, other female friends who have slept with men, um, it's been that, like, guys are much more comfortable in our experiences, like, saying what they like. Yeah. Whereas it is very rare, I think, for women to feel mm-hmm. like they have, like, the, like, either the agency or, like, the confidence or, like, the security to say, like, actually, no, not that. This. Yeah. And no, not there. There. Like, yeah. Which is such an easy thing to do, but when you're so used to being, like, silenced or told that you're supposed to be, like, a passive part of sex mm. and you're not supposed to really be enjoying it, like, if anything, you're supposed to feel kind of, like, guilty? Yeah. Or, like, shameful? Yeah, like, you feel shameful about being, like, that's into not it. what's gonna work for me. Yeah, being, feeling shameful about being into it or, like, that's not what's gonna work for me. Or also feeling like if you tell your partner that what they're doing isn't gonna work for you, it's, like a diss yeah or like would yeah. like kind of take a, a hit to their confidence which like shouldn't be what happens at all if anything it should be like oh cool okay great tell me exactly what you need exactly and then, like yeah. yeah yeah communicate people <laughs> communicate with each other yeah and that being said too that's not like there's like you know lots of people have like very wonderful healthy fantastic sex oh yeah. that's not yeah. to say that like every but i feel as like a general yeah. norm in our society it's it's there is so there's just like a, a disconnect a little yeah. there is yeah but i do want to backtrack because this is definitely a topic i'm super yeah. interested in this could be a like a full episode unto itself but talking about consent mm-hmm. yeah um because i think even when we talk about like having the option to opt out of sex ed or even like if we talk about the kind of sex ed like you couldn't opt out of my sex ed but like it wasn't good sex ed yeah. <laughs> you opted in but you opted in into a shit, yeah. <laughs> shit program but like talking about how like both like like initiators and kind of like the non-initiators in sex 
have a chance of like consenting yeah. is really important and like weird because yeah. I don't think it's well done right now no, no no I definitely agree with that and like yeah like I think it's like there's also an issue with like long-term relationships and consenting like each kind of dynamic is different in like consenting and ways you consent and stuff yeah yeah and I think like something like that's definitely not talked about as much is like relationship consenting like because like I know it was like it was a law to like you couldn't you you couldn't rape your wife yeah for a very long time like it just wasn't it it didn't exist as a concept no no and like that that could not be like pursued in like legal case yeah and I think that's like really interesting and I think it's still kind of like is trickled into our society for sure. Well, I know I've had some interesting conversations with Kelby about this, mm-hmm. about like even like, and I've been lucky to be with partners who are just like lovely humans, but that doesn't mean that I haven't had experiences where I think like, like, did I consent to this? Mm-hmm. Because like you kind of get out of the habit and I think like that's fine depending on who you are and what you like want for your relationship, mm-hmm. but you get out of the habit of checking every yeah. time when you're in a long-term relationship like the whole like enthusiastic informed consent thing and I honestly like I've had experiences that make me really unhappy and feel like unsafe before but it's like it's hard to say whose fault it is because it's much more of just like a culture of like assumption I guess and of like even like owing like when you're in a relationship what does that entail and once you like set a standard you like assume that that's how it always is which Mm -hmm. is difficult yeah no for sure yeah I think it's like it is a lot different than like when you're thinking about just like hookup culture or the first few times that you you know hook up with someone where it's like I think like I mean as it should be if if the situation goes as it should you're like gaining that like verbal and like like physically like this person is like yes like this is I want to do this and And you get their body language and everything and all that stuff and like it, I think it's a little bit more, like, black and white a lot of the time in that sense. Yeah. Than when you're in a relationship with someone. And I like feel that. like when, like, people talk about consent, that's what people go to. is like, oh, when you're, like, hooking up with somebody for the first couple times. Yeah. Like, making sure that everything's in place for them to be able to give competent, enthusiastic consent. Yeah. But I think it's, like, definitely so much different in like, other dynamics. What about, like, yeah, the partners who have been dating for three or four years and someone wakes someone else up? by having sex like you didn't get consent yeah like, you have to think about like how some of those like almost like comfort dynamics yeah like can mm-hmm. be difficult to fit into like a structure of consent and like I think it's something that we really need to talk about like figure mm-hmm. out what that means because yeah. I'm not saying I know what to do I'm just saying yeah it's that, confusing yeah it is it really is it's like a super interesting conversation for sure yeah I I mean nothing so there's nothing funny about consent. I want to start off with that. <laughs> I'm not laughing at consent. I'm laughing at myself in the process of consent. So my funny anecdote is the first time I slept with my like my ex long part like long term partner. My ex long partner. My ex. <laughs> he was very tall. No, my ex long term partner. Um, I was just like, I don't know why, but I just was like, well, I just I just want to really make sure. So I asked for enthusiastic informed consent, received it, and then asked for. Approximately like seventeen more times, and he was like, I, "I've said yes, like, like everything's good." And I'd be like, "But are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> like, are you waiting for me to say no? Like, what's 
are you saying yeah. no? I was like, I'm not trying to mind bend you here. I'm just checking. Um, oh my goodness. I thought that would be a fun video to throw in there. Um, I'm sure I have some, nothing comes to mind, really. I feel like I've had a lot of weird. In the old brain noodle. In the old head in noodle. In the old noodle doodle. Deep well, in there. When we start saying noodle multiple times, it normally means it's time to wrap it's up. It's time to wrap up. Um, <laughs> Carton just made the teddy bear nod. <laughs> Jesus yep. Christ. Um, yeah, I would really like to end this by saying there's so, so, so much more that I want to say about sex. Yeah. Sex is so fun to talk about and it's so interesting and it I want to talk about it more. So let us know if you want us to do another episode because we very happily will. Okay, yeah. we will do another episode. We will episode do another one, but we want, want enthusiastic. Maybe, maybe let us know if you don't want us to do yeah. another yeah. episode. We, want, we want everyone to enthusiastically let us know that they do really want it because that'll just make us want to do it more. Yeah, yeah and honestly, like specific topics within the like umbrella of, of sex, sex because like like we're saying, like we so have talked much. for a while today and have said basically nothing because there's so much. Mm-hmm. We um, have skimmed the surface. We've only skimmed the surface. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, please DM us, let us know. Also, DM us with any like thoughts on the topic, any like stories you're comfortable sharing, and also with other topic suggestions. Like we don't have to do like seven sex episodes in a row. So if you have something else that you want to hear about, like let us know. We would yeah. love to do it. Yeah. Tell yeah. a friend. Tell your mom. Tell your Sex therapist. Hey! <laughs> nice. That was the only thing that came to mind. I was gonna say, like, tell your nurse, but, like, not everyone <laughs> has an... Also, I'm learning German right now in school, <laughs> and the word for nurse is Krankenschwester. It's not you, well, what is it? No, what does it mean, though? It it's means... It's like sick sister. Sick sister. Me. <laughs> I'm a pretty sick sister. <laughs> Anyways, we hope that everyone takes care, and also, please, please, please... Follow us on at New Sincerity Podcast on Instagram. Um, and please, like, share the word. Share the love. It would please. Be, please. Share the love. Share the love. Yeah, have an awesome week, everyone. Have some awesome sex. Awesome, safe, consensual Sentence. sex. Yes. Enthusiastic. If you're over 18, there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Covering our bums over here. <laughs> All right. Thanks, friends. Bye. Bye.